0: coming up Dumbo Tom Hanks as a villain and we're talking about some Star Wars episode 8 information that has just been released so all that and more in this episode of DizPod This pop is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect vacation. Visit them on the web at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everybody. I am your host, Rhino Clavin. Welcome to the show. We've got a lot of news updates that have come out over the since last week, so we're just going to dive right in right here. And the most recent one is Dumbo. Uh, so Tim Burton in line to direct Disney's newest um, live-action remake of an animated classic. I... I don't know. I don't know what to expect of this, but um, nobody really does. But it seems like this, this movie is all of a sudden gaining a lot of steam. Um, and production is looking to get started with a script by Aaron Kruger, a, who apparently wrote Transformers 3 and 4, and I do not think that is a testament to the writing skills. So, bleh. But anyway... Um, so, what's interesting, two things in the last couple of days have come out about this. One, Tom Hanks they want to star as the villain in the film. Tom Hanks as a Disney villain. I don't know about you, but I would love to see this. I I I love Tom Hanks and have we really ever seen Tom Hanks in a in a villain role? I just think he'd be great. Um I know he did express interest um and being a Marvel villain, and I have no idea why that studio did not hop on that immediately. And he did say he didn't want to be like the villain, he wanted to be out there kicking butt in the streets with all the rest of them. Uh, Tom Hanks kicking butt, I want to see that. So, can they make that happen? I hope he, I hope he, uh, signs up for this, but, um, Now, there is a little bit of a conflict. Variety is reporting that the actor might have to, or not might have to, but he might choose to star in a World War II drama called The Greyhound, which he also wrote. So, good for him on that. Congratulations. Um, But that movie is being produced by um, Tom Hanks and his uh, longtime collaborator. But um, then it's assumed that he's going to take on the main role in that. And I mean... You'd think he would want to, especially since he wrote the film. And But I don't see why Dumbo needs to lock itself into a date. It seems like the studio has a date in mind they want, so they're trying to push forward. So that's his conflict. Now, the other person who's just been revealed to be in talks to join this film as well, Will Smith. Um, so... Nobody was really sure if he's providing a voice or what the deal is, but apparently it's now, um, when the Tom Hanks thing came out, or I'm, I'm actually not sure which came first, but anyway, I read today that, um, it's being reported that the role Disney wants Smith to take is going to be that of a father to children who have developed a relationship with Dumbo, um, who, uh, is the circus animal, like in the, in the original animated classic, obviously, um... I'm curious if Timothy the mouse will be a speaking role in this or if they're going to try something different, but it's Tim Burton. I feel like it's going to be a talking, talking mouse and stuff. So I guess Will Smith's taking on the, uh, the, the father figure in this film maybe, but again, he's also got a scheduling conflict, um, if he takes the role in Dumbo, it apparently is filming the same time as Bad Boys 3, Bad Boys for Life, uh, which is scheduled to start production, and meaning that that sequel could potentially be delayed or shelved altogether, because I know that's had some some issues along the way, um, but... We'll find out. Only time will tell. Now, that is our Disney live-action animated stuff. Um, And you know what? Sticking in that same route, I'm actually... I'll skip ahead to something I was going to save to the end. But um, I don't know if you guys saw it, but there was a uh, Golden Globe, uh, Beauty and the Beast, like, little 30-second TV spot. And in that, we finally have heard Emma Watson singing as Belle. Um, I believe she is... um, she's singing the song the opening song from the film um oh my gosh and now i can think about it for some reason is the song from uh nightmare before christmas which is what's this because it's him going into the town being like what's this what's this and it kind of has that same like people popping out of the windows and stuff like that but you know the one i'm talking about now the reaction seems kind of divided um I love Emma Watson. I love her to death. If you haven't seen Perks Being a Wallflower, she's phenomenal in that. She's great in pretty much everything she's really been at. I mean, it's Herm- it's Hermione Granger. Come on. Um, but I, I also – I don't mind the singing in this. I don't mind iTunes auto-tuned. I mean, it's it's not like she's got the share effect happening from, like, Believe. the um, is a great singer. I'm not putting Cher down at all. I'm just saying, you know, that 90s kind of process vocalized sound. It sounds fine to me. I mean, it's not—we're not getting La La Land or, like, in-camera singing. That's not what we're looking for. We're looking for a studio-produced sound, right? And I don't want her to sound the same as Paige O'Hara. Um, I don't—you know what I mean? It's that fine line where you don't want it to be too different, but you don't want it to be too alike. I don't know. It's the purest, but you make up your mind. You can check out that, uh, that preview. I thought it sounded just fine. And on that, too, they did announce that Ariana Grande— Ariana Grande? Ariana Grande and John Legend, um, will be doing the title track, Beauty and the Beast, for the film, and I love John Legend, so, I'll be excited, I don't care for, Ari- uh, uh, Ariana Grande, um, she's got an okay voice, though, she's got good, she's got a good voice, I won't deny that, I just don't think she's, like, a great person, per se, um, So the next big thing we've got is Star Wars news. Um, I got a a pretty bunch of stuff. So first we'll start with the little thing that got announced in. um, Woody Harrelson is now going to be playing Han Solo's mentor in the Han Solo spinoff movie. So we've got um, Han Solo, Alden Enric, and um, uh, uh, the the childish Gambino whose name Glover uh is escaping me at the moment and I even pulled it up too I wouldn't forget this but um the uh Donald Glover excuse me um we have uh three people that I'm very excited about if you haven't seen um Caesar uh the Cohen brothers most recent um film about the like classic hollywood heist uh he's in that and when I was watching that movie I thought the movie itself is meh, it's not great for me but um it's got it's, he's got a performance in it as one of the side characters, and he's excellent. So when he got the role, I was like, okay. And the more I look at him, the more I kind of see it. And, you know, I think he's going to do very well. And um, and uh, Donald Glover is just perfect casting, too. Uh, and Woody Harrelson as, is, as the mentor, that's interesting. So Woody Harrelson has actually said, I'm not sure where he said this, but he said, I'm a mentor to Han, but I'm also a bit of a criminal. I don't think I should say much more than that because the Force is not allowing me. So that's funny, but... Um, this sounds however, a little similar to me, and how um, in Guardians of the Galaxy, Peter Quill had Yandu as his uh Michael Rooker was the kind of mentor to chris Pratt's uh character, and you know, where he is like the mentor, but he's also you know, a criminal and now. I'm worried they're going to play that route a little bit. But uh, I love Woody Harrelson. I loved him in The Hunger Games. I pretty much love him in everything. I'm excited for him. And I didn't mention this movie last week, but I'm very excited for it. War of the Planet of the Apes. If you haven't seen the Planet of the Apes films, I really enjoy them. I know Craig does not like the first one, The Rise of the Planet of the Apes. I think that was the first one. Um, But I I really enjoyed it. It was very surprising. I mean, if just for Andy Serkis's performance as, as Caesar you should see that alone but but that's that that's all we have on that one so that that one is going to be coming out what is it it's christmas 2017 is when episode 8 is coming out which is this year and then um that one i believe is next in line for 2018 originally may we all know it's going to christmas 2018 so plan on that um chris lord phil miller directing fantastic duo there um so next up, we've got a plenty of kind of little juicy tidbits about episode eight coming out. Um, Ryan Johnson, the director, um, writer and director uh, of, of this film, he was speaking with USA Today recently about the plot of the film. And he pretty much confirmed one thing that we kind of already knew, which was that it picks up immediately after where The Force Awakens picks up um he said he didn't really want to skip ahead two years he wants to see the very next moment um about what's going on excuse me i did not silence my phone and the people in the work chat just will not stop chatting um but i i feel like we knew this because um a while back when they started shooting the film they kind of released a daily and it showed the scene from the force awakens where ray is is trying to hand her lightsaber to luke and they're like end of day one, and it's that same shot. So you're like, oh, okay. Um, I so I just assumed that, but he pretty much confirmed it. Um, and um, one surprise that that I. I don't know. I guess I didn't really expect. I thought this one was going to be a little darker. I just, I think everyone kind of assumed it was going to be the Empire Strikes Back of these trilogies, which is fine. Um, But Johnson said that um, despite it being the middle film in the trilogy, he said the tone will not be dark like the Empire Strikes Back was. He said, I want it to be a blast and to be funny and to be a ride the way The Force Awakens and the original Star Wars movies were. And you know what? That's true. The Force Awakens really did captivate that fun, um, you know— Indiana Jones kind of feel to it—that adventure. Obviously, the original Star Wars movies too, but I don't know. It had that serial feel where you're like, you find a thing and you go. You know what I mean? You just go out there, you adventure. Um, I've said adventure way too much, but but there's that. Um, and for anybody who cares. I didn't watch The Clone Wars, um, but apparently there's a rumor out there that the planet, Act 2, that uh, Luke is on, is home to some sort of avian creatures from The Clone Wars. Uh, Way to tie it in. I don't care. Um, But uh, also, Kylo Ren is apparently going to be getting his own TIE fighter, fancy, um, with a design similar to Darth Vader's in A New Hope. And I was talking to... Steve Porter or somebody, and they were trying to say that they had heard that the helmet was going to get redesigned and the costume would get redesigned. I mean, I assumed his costume was going to get tweaked and maybe that the helmet would get redone. Ooh, I'm sorry, just kicked my table. So if you're watching this, I, it was a little bit of a mini earthquake. Um, but I, I don't know. I kind of really enjoyed the Kylo Ren thing. I get it, though, because his costume is very ripped and tattered in The Force Awakens, so, you know, obviously he needs a little bit of an upgrade, but I don't know. Don't go too far. Don't go too far. I know you want to sell toys, but I like it. Maybe something we see Adam Driver's face a little bit. Because he really... I mean, he was great in that whole film. But, I mean, that scene with Han Solo on the, on the bridge. Whew. Um, also, apparently, the title of the new film has been known since the very first draft of the script. So, even though we're, like, biting our nails waiting, um, it's it's not coming out. My guess is they're going to reveal it at the April Star Wars celebration here in Orlando... Um, or I think maybe they'll do I don't know, I think they're going to reveal it before that And do the teaser in April We got a teaser for Um For Rogue One in April So I feel like pretty much they're going to just follow That same standard Standard set, I remember I was actually at Disneyland When they released the trailer for that but, But that's the Star Wars news I have Um I've also got some kind of fun and exciting um, Marvel stuff. So um, the Golden Globes were this past Sunday, and every news network, every entertainment outlet was there. Um, And our boy, Tom Hiddleston, Loki, he was there. And uh, I think he was speaking with MTV, and he hinted that Doctor Strange may be appearing in Thor Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Ragnarok? Ragnarok. I don't know how to say it. I mean, I read it, and I've heard it said, but now... You you hear a word so much, it doesn't sound normal anymore. I guess it's not a normal word, but... um, He was talking to MTV, and um, he has said, and I quote, Dr. Strange has very intensely cerebral time-bending powers, Hiddleston says. At the end of Thor, the Dark World, Loki's on the throne. What happened to Odin? You know, So maybe Doctor Strange has to help out with that particular conundrum. And that's the end of his quote. But he was also asked if his character Loki will be meeting Doctor Strange, to which he said he didn't want to ruin any surprises. So one trickster, one magician. It would be kind of cool to see the two of these guys in the same film. And there is a part of me where I'm almost like, yeah, throw Doctor Strange in there a little bit. I mean, I love the, the idea that the Hulk's going to be in this movie, but now I'm thinking about it, I'm like, okay. I want more than just like a cameo from Doctor Strange, I think. Maybe just a little like supporting character. Um, but if you've seen Doctor Strange, spoiler alert, I'm going to keep my hand up, uh, for those of you watching until I'm done, and I will let you know when it's the over, I mean, I guess listening you can't really fast forward, but, um, I'll put this down when I'm done saying it, but there is a scene at the end that, you know, Thor is there, and so that's all I'll say about that, but watch the movie, decent movie, um, end of Spoiler minor spoiler i should have said at the beginning but anyway uh so there's that that's something fun and exciting to look for it it may i'm i'm really excited for the this new thor movie even though the first two are not my like favorite i like the first one i don't really love the second one but i think it's just i'm not into that like game of thrones lord of the rings style fantasy i think i'm harry potter's kind of as far as i go i don't know but we'll see I'm excited. but um, So Tom Holland, who plays Spider-Man in uh, uh, Civil War, Ca- uh, I'm sorry, Captain America Civil War, and also in the new Spider-Man Homecoming film, he was speaking with Vogue Italia and confirmed his involvement as Peter Parker and Spider-Man in Avengers Infinity War, which is awesome. And that'll be the third time he's played that character. Um, there was, I did talk about in the last episode, there was a list recently and it listed pretty much everyone's name except for his. Well, now we know he's in there. Thank goodness. Thank the Marvel gods. Um, Zoe Saldana also was talking about her Guardians of the Galaxy character Gamora, um, and she pretty much confirmed at the Golden Globes that she's going to be a part of it as well, which I figured, like, she's easily the tie to Thanos, and so the Guardians could easily kind of segue into this a little more. Um, I mean, she's she's the daughter of Thanos, so. Uh, But she was talking to MTV at the Golden Globes, She confirmed her involvement in the project and she said, quote, I don't know when they're going to let me read it, referring to the script. I mean, I'm not looking forward to the five hours of green makeup, but every time I finally arrive on set, I feel so happy and so lucky to be there. It always makes me nervous when actors start complaining about the makeup process because Jennifer Lawrence was Mystique in First Class and X-Men First Class and she had an allergic reaction to the blue makeup, so they gave her a suit in the second one, and that's why she looks a little different. And then the third one, she's barely blue at all in the movie, and it's because she just really hates the makeup. And so it's kind of a shame because I think that's why she's not gonna probably end up being in any more X Men movies. But again, fingers crossed, so here's hoping. So, um, so that's exciting. Um, uh, Chris Hemsworth also said. That he hasn't read the script yet either. And that's kind of how Marvel does it. And they're only they're supposed to start shooting in like a couple of weeks. I think in February. Um, but there's also a rumor floating out there from the Daily Record. That's saying shooting for an Infinity War begins next month. Which I said February. Um, in Glasgow, Glasgow and Edinburgh, Scotland. Um, and here's a fun one. Their report lists certain members of the cast that are going to be there. And someone's on this list who hasn't been in the Marvel Universe since 2008, and it is Liv Tyler, which is really interesting to me because if you remember, she was in the Edward Norton Hulk, which is technically part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe because, I mean, Robert Downey Jr. is in the end as Iron Man. William Hurt's Thaddeus Ross was in it, and then they just brought him back into the mix with Civil War, and so I would love it. if Even if she's just in, like, a scene or two, and it's just to acknowledge uh, that Betty's kind of still out there, because I'm, like... That's the Hulk's love interest. Betty Ross. I don't know what ends up happening with them or anything. Um, but, you know, especially since they've kind of introduced this whole love triangle with um, uh, the Black Widow. So I'd really like to see what the original main squeeze is doing. Um, but I, that, that makes me even more excited for this film. Oh, I just I can't wait. It's going to be great. Um, and at last report being filmed with all uh, IMAX cameras. The first movie to be filmed beginning to end blockbuster movie like this to be filmed from beginning to end with imax cameras so i mean that's the format to see it in but um that is the production on that and the follow-up which was originally infinity wars part two but they've changed the title because they didn't want people to think it's part one part two they don't want it to think it's like a to be continued movie since apparently it's like two different entities um that's pretty much going to take up most of this year of filming um but at the same time um, there's another site, My Entertainment World, that reports that production on the solo hero sequel, Ant Man and the Wasp, hello, is reportedly set to begin in June in Atlanta. So, lots of stuff to look forward to. Very, very exciting. Um, so before we go, see, I'm trying to power through and just get it right, get you the info, and we'll move on with our lives, but. Um, there was another Cars 3, uh, an ESPN Cars 3, like, first look released, and so it was pretty much like that teaser we've seen with Lightning in the race, and he's in the accident and kind of spins out of control and hits the, you know, we'd see him right before he hits the ground as he's tilting. Um, there is a new trailer that's about a minute and a half long, um, and it kind of gives more of the plot introduces maybe the characters just a little bit no maybe it does um but it still it looks a little less dark than this than that first trailer did which gives you kind of goosebumps a little bit but it still does look pretty serious in tone and this looks like it could be the first movie that actually involves racing i mean like not just a race because i know the first one he's like trying to learn from the mentor i haven't seen the second one and i know that's undercover but this one like looks legit like this is this one looks interesting to me because it it seems like the film's going to be about it, it looks very rocky like it's that kind of and and maybe not the first Rocky but one of the later ones where it's like you know you're you're aging and you're not ready you know people are like oh should he retire should he retire all these young new people but you know you're ready you go out when you want to go out um so that's kind of the whole thing but it's going to involve uh let me see here I wrote down the uh The uh, description here, directed by Brian Fee. I'm not sure. I'm not not familiar with that one. Um, The film sees Lightning McQueen, played by Owen Wilson as always, blindsided by a new generation of blazing fast racers who push him out of the sport he loves. To get back in the game, he'll need the help of an eager young race technician, Cruz Ramirez, with her own plan to win, plus inspiration from the late fabulous Hudson Hornet. And Cars 3 is going to open on June 16th. So... I mean, as always, with every forthcoming Pixar film, the animation just looks uh breathtaking. Um, it looks like um Arnie Hammer is gonna be playing the voice, Army Hammer, excuse me, uh, who I love. I love Army Hammer, He's gonna be playing the voice of Jackson Storm, the uh the main antagonist there. We've got Bonnie Hunt back, Tony Shaloub, um Uh, Cristela Alonzo is going to be the voice of Cruz Ramirez, and then, um, let me see, because, uh, so Mater is still in it, because I didn't see him in the preview, and I assumed he had to be, but I was curious, because one of the voices in the trailer actually sounds a little bit like Chris Cooper, but maybe not, because it's not listed on IMDb, but, um, maybe they didn't release it yet, and I'm not going to look... It's always fun to listen and watch somebody as they search the internet, right? Um but that's cool. Maybe I can get on board with this Cars movie. I mean, I love Cars Land at Disneyland, so who knows, but next and kind of just the just in case you're interested, you know, for those of you who love Moano out there, I know you know how I feel. I it just didn't connect with me. I'm not going to say it's a bad film. I just I mean, I have issues with the film, but I'm not going to tear it down. It doesn't it doesn't annoy me. I I tap, I'm happy it exists. It looks beautiful. I like some of the songs, but um on January 27th, the Moana Singalong version will launch into more than 2,000 theaters nationwide, um uh, preceded by an exclusive run at Hollywood's El Capitan Theater from January 20th. So on January 20th, it looks like you can see it at El Capitan, which is right down there um, across from the Chinese Theater um in downtown Hollywood. Um Right, right, they, right across the street from where they do the Oscars. Um, but the film is going to boast on-screen lyrics, so audiences can belt out the tunes. That sounds like a nightmare to me. But something fun for a parent and kids who are like into it—they're and they're singing it in their car. It could be cute. It could be a lot of fun for you guys. But um, and that's the sing-along version, which is coming out several weeks ahead of the. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I worded I worded my sentence really weird. Um, anyway, so it's gonna the film Moana though. Uh, it's gonna be released on uh, digital platforms on February 21st, and then the Blu-ray release date is March 7th. Uh, so that's exciting for you guys. So um, oh, one last thing, and I forgot to write it out. Um, well, I have two things really. There's a, there's apparently a secret a TV. Um, so Inhumans, I don't know if you know this, but Marvel, instead of doing the Inhumans film, they're going to do it as a TV show, and they're going to film it in IMAX. Interesting. So the first two episodes are going to premiere at in IMAX, and then they are um, then going will move to TV with um, next Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which is a great show. I'm not caught up, but I've really enjoyed—I uh, saw the first two seasons, and I, I'm really enjoying that, and that's my goal by the summer to get caught up on that. But um, Anna Kendrick. So, there's a new Disney movie in development that is going to have Anna Kendrick to uh, start, excuse me, is in talks to star in an untitled Santa Claus film currently in works at Disney Pictures. Um, Written by Miss Congeniality writer, director Mark Lawrence. I love Miss Congeniality, um, and anyone who says otherwise is terrible. Um, But she apparently, the film's going to revolve around Santa's daughter. So a lot of people were reporting Anna Kendrick as Santa Claus, but it's the daughter. And I'm assuming she's taking over the family business. But the young woman is forced to take over the... I could have just kept reading. The young woman is forced to take over the family business when her father decides to retire and her brother ends up getting cold feet prior to to his first big Christmas Eve fight. Um, Currently going by the working title, Nicole. Lawrence is slated to direct the film. Um... And, uh, I guess, uh, Kendrick is About to start filming Pitch Perfect 3 So that must be a quick turnaround time Since that's supposed to come out later this year I mean, I guess those movies don't need a lot of time, but Um But yeah, uh, so that's I love Anna Kendrick, um I love her quite a bit, I'm wondering if this has anything To do with I thought that, um Uh I'm sorry, I, I've, I've Completely lost it, um There's another Santa Claus movie uh, that I thought Disney was doing, Um, and it was going to have—oh, my gosh. His name is escaping me, Um, and I know somebody complained about me not having notes, but I have, like, three pages of notes right here, and I had, like, four pages of notes last week, and I'm sorry. I just—I as take forever to write this, and then I think it's stuff on the spot, and this is a conversation. We're having a conversation here supposed to be like, I'm in the car with you guys. Well, if you're watching this, you better not be watching this while you're driving unless somebody else is driving. Um, Kevin Hart is who I was thinking of, but uh, there's a Santa Claus movie involving Kevin Hart and I wasn't sure if it was that same one or not because I thought that was also set up at Disney. Maybe Disney wants to capitalize on kind of the, on the uh, Santa Claus front, but I'm looking that up now and it doesn't really, Kevin Hart's doesn't reflect that um, information. So maybe that didn't, Maybe that didn't happen either way, either way, I love the Santa Claus with Tim Allen, so the fact that Disney's involved in another Santa Claus movie, I'm okay with it. I am quite all right with it um also, right before I started filming this um or earlier today, uh Entertainment Weekly, if you're interested, head over to their site. Um, they have released a, some, like, on this week of Entertainment Weekly, the, the Defenders, you know, uh, Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, um, the Iron Fist, and Daredevil are all on the cover to kind of showcase a little bit of the Defenders series, which is slated to come out later in the fall. We have Iron Fist up first. I'm excited for both of these. This is going to be a great year for, uh, Netflix, Marvel shows alone, let alone amazing Netflix shows. Um... But they've released, a, I guess, a set of nine photos, and uh, which includes our first look at Sigourney Weaver as the villain. So that's kind of cool. Um, I love Sigourney Weaver. Um, and if you should really check out the photos, because they all look really cool. And I don't know if these are just promotional photos, or if this is from actual filming, because there's a lot of really cool lighting effects, and it could just be from like a photo shoot, but... They would make some amazing wallpapers. I think that's going to do it for this episode. Um, Lemony Snicket Series of Unfortunate Events, Friday the 13th, which is today, if you're listening to this on the day it came out. Uh, check that out. I'm going to be watching that. I'm not sure what time of the day it comes out. You know, Netflix just loves to drop it whenever. We have the Epcot um, Festival of Arts that we're covering in the morning, so I probably won't get a review or my thoughts up on that until over the weekend, but you can look forward to that. Um... That may be kind of like its own episode. I haven't decided yet, but I am super excited for this. I the production value looks great. I loved the original film. Um, I'm familiar with the books. My cousins were reading them, uh, and I'm thinking I'm, I might, you know, depending on how this goes, actually go through and finally read them all. I think I read the first two of them or something like that. I tried to read whatever the original movie was, but but that's it. So um, that's what I got. Um, what do you guys think about those news stories? What do you think about Woody being the the in the Star Wars film? Um, I'm curious about your thoughts as Tom Hanks as a villain, or Will Smith in his first Disney movie. I think it's his first Disney movie. Um, let me know in the comments below what you guys are thinking. Are you excited for Snake It too? Let me know, um, let me know whatever. You can tweet at me, Show, on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, it's all the same. Um, and comments in this YouTube video. But, uh, that'll do it for me, for now. Um, until next time, thank you for watching this episode of DizPop.